What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Whitney, a.k.a. Keep Up Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I'm so excited to share this story with you. If you've watched, or if you've watched, if you've looked at the title, you know that this is the story, the birth of Keep Up Radio, the TikTok. Um, I'm so excited to tell you guys this story. I have a couple of moments. In the beginning, I start off talking about kind of like how I got on social media and like as a kid, like, where my interest started with like video and like content creation. Um, and then I dive into the the story of how Keep Up Radio was born. And then I ended with some questions from you guys. You guys sent some awesome questions. Some haters sent some questions too, but you know I had to answer them because that's my personality. That's how I am. Um, and yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you're listening to this, do me a favor and make sure you screenshot this. Screenshot if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, SoundCloud. Screenshot it and send it to me on Instagram or put it on your Instagram story so I can repost you. Um, thank you so much for listening and I really, really hope you enjoyed this episode. One more thing I'll mention, you guys. Hello, this is Whitney. A little bit into the future making some final edits before I drop the episode. Um, this is probably, you're listening to this on a Friday. Um, I know I had said in my last YouTube video that I'd be dropping content on Thursdays, but I am switching that to Friday. So if you're not following me on YouTube already, my YouTube is Keep Up Radio. Make sure you hit the follow button if you're listening to this on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This and I'll talk is to you Keep soon. Up Radio. What are you keeping up with, you ask? Whatever the heck I feel like talking about this week. Honestly, I just had a lot of interests and I couldn't pick one. So here we are. Keep up. <laughs> All right. Hello, you guys. This is Keep Up Radio, the podcast. Um, This episode is going to be about me explaining the birth of Keep Up Radio. Um, It's been a long time coming, and I'm super excited to share this story because I get it asked a lot. I get asked a lot, um, what what does Keep Up Radio mean? How did you come up with Keep Up Radio? Um, So I'm really glad that I get to sit down right now and talk to you guys and share the story. Um, Because it's a good one. It's one of my favorite ones. And it's an ongoing story. So to be continued. But I can tell you about the birth and how it started. Um, First, I just want to really start out and say thank you so, so much to my keepers, my supporters. Um, I've always loved creating and like doing social media things. Um, But if it weren't for my keepers and my supporters, like I wouldn't have had any of the success that I've had you know, within the last six months. Um, So I just thank you guys so, so much from the bottom of my heart. You know I love you. Um, And like tradition, like I always do, if you come to my Twitch streams, um, I always got to thank the haters too. So the haters, thank you for the views. I guess thank you for the listens in this case if you're listening. And thank you for the engagement. Um, But my keepers, you guys, I I love you guys so much. Um, And yeah, I get a, a lot of keepers ask me about how Keep Up Radio started. So like I said, I have always loved social media, creating, literally since I was a little girl, I would, you know, grab my camera, I had this lime green digital camera, and I would, like, take pictures and videos on it, and then I had, like, this random, like, gray camera, and I never posted it anywhere, though, I was not allowed to, like, post on YouTube or anything like that, I literally wish I had, like, some people have their YouTube channel from when they're kids, and them, like, attempting to do YouTube as a kid, like, I wish I had that, Um, But I just recorded everything I wasn't allowed to like post anywhere. So I never posted it. Um, I think one of the biggest indicators of just like me thinking back to as a kid, like loving creating and like 
video and production and media um, was when I was in maybe like the seventh or eighth grade, maybe freshman year of high school. Um, I'm from the 845, shout out if you're from the 845, um, Orange County, shout out Hudson Valley. Um, that's where I'm originally from. I live in Buffalo now, but I am from the Hudson Valley. Um, and if you're from the Hudson Valley, you know about the radio station K104. Um, that is, if you're in Buffalo, New York, that's like KISS FM, um, kind of like Z100 if you listen to Z100, but it's the local one. So you know how like you have the big one and the local one, K104 was like my local one. It's the Hudson Valley local um, radio station that like everybody listens to or like listened to at the time. Um, and one summer they have their summer concert called uh, K-Fest, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen had been coming to K-Fest and there was a contest and you could record a video of yourself lip syncing to Call Me Maybe and the winner was going to get to meet Carly Rae Jepsen. So I saw this and I pulled my two besties at the time and I said, guys, we gotta film a video. We have to do this. So shout out to my two besties who helped me do it at the time. Um, Literally, grabbed a camera, made like a whole full-on production of our version of Call Me Maybe um, in music video form, and we uploaded it, and there's like a little side story to this, a little side story to this um, of I kind of may or may not have um, influenced how we won. (laughs) Um, Not my proudest moment reflecting back, but listen, I like to be honest. I like to be real. So we uploaded the video and your girl had a lot of time on her hands. Okay. She wasn't doing very much. She was, it was hot. It was the summertime. I was stuck inside because I couldn't drive yet. So I was either, you know, my parents both worked full time. So I either had to get dropped off somewhere like very early. I had to have a friend's parent come get me or I was stuck in the house all day. There was no in between. Um, And I uploaded the video to the website at the time. And this was back before, like, you guys know when you sign up for a website, um, you have to, like, put your username and password, and then they make you verify the password. And usually you have to go to your email and verify that you did everything correctly before you can even log in. Um, That was not the case um, at this time. You could literally type an email, type a password. They didn't even make you verify it. So you could literally type the wrong password and that was it. And then you could like, you might be stuck or you'd have to probably do a, I don't even know if forgot password was, it had to be a thing at the time. But basically now you know how you have to type your password twice. That wasn't a thing. You type your username, you type your password and that's it. And you log in and you're in, that's it. There was no verification after that, no email, nothing. You could log in. So when the way the contest worked is you had to create an account and you could vote for your favorite video. So I sat there for hours. I don't even know how many hours it was. Like I, I just had so much time on my hand. I sat there for hours and I created probably hundreds, maybe thousands of accounts and voted for our video. So the way the contest worked though, so this is the thing, right? Okay, so the way the contest worked is you could vote as many times as you wanted and then a board would select the videos that got the most votes and then pick the winner out of that one right so 
while I did, I'm just making an excuse for myself. While I did vote for our video hundreds and thousands of times, um, there was allegedly a board that had to go through and pick our video amongst all the other videos that did really well. So I like to think that even though I was trying to be a little sneaky and boost our video, um, that our video was actually really, really good. Like we planned out the whole thing. Like we like did scenes. Like it was we had acting. It was it was a five star production for sure. So I like to think that even though I was a little sneaky there, that our video was really good i cannot find it oh i just dropped my phone i'm so sorry i like to think that we earned that spot that we won because we did we ended up winning so i got it i remember clear as day i was sitting on the toilet in the bathroom scrolling on my phone and i had an email from k k104 and they said you have been selected you are the winner of the call me maybe contest um please call this number to claim your tickets and i literally ran out of the bathroom and i ran around my house twice i called my besties i said guys we won we won the contest we're gonna meet carly ray jepson um and that's what happened and we ended up meeting carly ray jepson so that's just a little story of just showing like i've always always loved video and i'm very personable i love to talk if you couldn't already tell um and so kind of just wanted to set the tone a little bit and show share that little little story what was I gonna say oh I was gonna say this I have no idea where the video is um I had been at the time I, I loved the video I was so excited about the video but at the same time um I had kind of been made to feel bad about the video um I had criticism from some people close to me just saying like this is embarrassing like I can't believe you did this um this is going to haunt you for the rest of your life like so dramatic and so I became very like sad and like almost ashamed of the video after the fact even though I got to meet Carly Rae Jepsen and I had so much fun doing it like at the time I was a, I was a kid basically like younger so I didn't really have that confidence to be like no I don't care if you think that this is stupid or whatever like that that just wasn't who I was at the time so I felt very bad about bad about the video and I literally like deleted it so many times like I tried to erase every inkling of it and I'm so sad now that I don't have the video because what a cool memory to have you know so I'm gonna try and find it I've really been digging I actually digged really deep to try and find it and I couldn't find it um because I remember like creating one last secret file I had a gmail account and I hid it in a folder in a folder in a folder just in case I ever really wanted to go back and get it and I tried to find the email account and I, I can't find it but I maybe I'll do a, another search because I would love to see the video again I wish it still existed somewhere in the universe so if anybody <laughs> is listening and happens to stumble upon the video or um you you yeah, I don't know. I don't know who would ever stumble upon the video, but um, maybe if you're one of my two besties listening to this episode and you happen to still have the video, I could. I guess I could text you guys. I do have your numbers still. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Wish I could find the video. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, that was that story. Let's dive into the actual birth of Keep Up Radio. Okay, so let's jump back to January 2019. I guess. Yeah, January 2019. Um, January 2019, as you know, okay, New Year's is January 1st, and a lot of people sometimes will make New Year's resolutions um, in honor of the new year, kind of goal setting. I'm all about goal setting. And so this that January 19, 2019, I had said, I am going to make content 
And no matter what it is, like, I'm just going to do it. Like, whatever feels right at the time, that's what I'm recording. If I want to do a podcast randomly, I'm going to do a podcast. If I want to do a YouTube video, I'm going to do it. Because, um, you know, I also, sidebar, and I've said this before, I went to school for communication, but I focused on digital marketing and social media marketing. So marketing is really my passion, and there are strategies that help you grow on social media. Um one of the strategies that i've heard that i firmly believe in is niching down so picking a niche right um sunny leonard doozy she is a fabulous youtube strategist um had this saying once and it's always stuck in my brain you need to niche down to blow up and that is like so true in my opinion like you really do like you pick a niche you stick with it and you can really grow on social media so i had tried social media many times i have had so many ideas you guys if you ask my closest friends they'll like literally laugh and be like you don't understand how many domains whitney has bought you don't understand how many ideas whitney has texted me all hours of the day saying i have the idea this is the one that's going to work this is the one that's going to work like i found like crazy mad scientists you could even ask my fiance my timosh my tim i love him so much he like literally i think by the time keep up radio came along he was like here we go again you know and i totally get it Thank God I still believed in myself because everybody around me probably was sick of me and been like, okay, girl, like you got to figure it out or maybe this ain't for you. Um, But uh, so I had tried social media a lot and I hadn't had real success that I defined as success. You know, I had little things here or there, little tweets go viral. I had a couple things do decent. I had um, people watching like an old YouTube channel that I had. Um, and I got a lot of great feedback from it and I set it up. I studied so much on how to set up my YouTube channel, how to, you know, podcast, all the things I have had, like, I've attempted to do three other podcasts. I launched one other podcast. Um, maybe I'll talk about all the, the ideas I've ever had one, one day because I think some of them are quite funny. All to say, January 2019, your girl was defeated, okay? I was so sick and tired of being... <laughs> I was sick and tired of being sick and tired with social media. Social media had been this monster, big bully in my life. And I was really trying to like beat it up, trying to like win. And I just like could not win. So I was like, okay, I am going to, because at the end of the day, I still love content, right? I still like creating. It's always been in me. So I said, okay, like I'm just going to do what feels right at the time. And like whatever happens, happens. And maybe something will stick. So January, 2019, I launch Keep Up Radio, the podcast. Um... And now I'm trying to think, was it 2019? Yeah, I guess it was. Or was it 2020? No, because we're in 2021. Okay, guys, sorry. Okay, it was January 2020, right? January 2020 is when I launched Keep Up Radio, this podcast. Yes, because I'm looking right now. I pulled up on my screen. January 2020 is when I launched Keep Up Radio, the podcast. Okay, so reset the tone it's january 2020 new year's resolution i'm gonna create whatever i feel like creating at the time okay so i launched keep up radio the podcast uh, in january i've said that a bajillion times now just setting the tone and i'm trying to think oh i i planned to do like interviews and literally like whatever i felt like doing at the time that's the intro right now you just heard it like oh like um What do do I feel like talking about? I don't even know the words anymore because I came up with it so long ago, almost two years ago now. No, a year ago. What a mess. Anyway, so basically I said, if I say whatever feels right at the time, one more time I'm going to die. But that's truly what it was. I said, whatever I feel like creating this week, this month, whatever, I'm going to do it. 
I launched my podcast. I recorded some awesome episodes, which are still available right now, you guys. Um, I did an episode pertaining to the murder of George Floyd. I did an interview with a very awesome celebrity hairstylist. Um, I think I did one other episode. I can't remember what it is. But those were the episodes that I, like, worked on. Oh, the hoy. Okay, this is a huge part of the story. I just remembered. Okay, so I did those first couple episodes, right? I did the interview. I had an episode just me talking to, about what I was going to be doing. Um, and then I did an episode on George Floyd. And so then, um, I guess at that point, it's the summer-ish time. Towards the end of the summer, if I'm recalling correctly. I guess. And then I, I, I must have also been... Okay, so... While I was doing these episodes, I had another TikTok. I have like a little spammy TikTok that if you have found at this point, congratulations to you because I don't post about it anywhere. Um, but I did have a TikTok that I had started from like January, probably, okay, so probably like October 2019 through October 2020, literally a year, I had a TikTok account that coincided kind of with my podcast. I had tried some stuff. I was dance. I was doing everything under the sun, honestly. Um, but I had some, it was, it was funny because I had a few TikToks go viral on that account. Um, and every time they went viral, I was talking about Ariana Grande, our queen, my lord and savior, Ariana Grande. Um, and so I thought that was so funny. I was like, wow, like every time I talk about Ariana, like I go viral. That's kind of funny because um, I'm such a big fan. But anyway, so I then had decided to kind of take my podcast in more of a pop culture direction, right? I said at the beginning of the year, I'm going to do whatever feels right at the time. So I had also been a huge fan, you guys, of a podcast. Um, I know I probably have like younger people listening, but there is a podcast that exists in the world called Call Her Daddy. It is a Barstool podcast. It definitely is for like an older crowd. So I'm just going to say if you are on the younger side, just proceed with caution. Okay, I'm, I'm 25, so I'm just setting the tone. Call Her Daddy, I was a huge fan of the Call Her Daddy podcast. I still am a huge fan of the Call Her Daddy podcast. Um, love Alex Cooper to death such an inspiration to me um, I'm super excited because I plan to create behind me um, where I film my twitches and soon to be my twitches when I when I film for twitch when I stream on twitch as well as my youtube videos which will be coming out very soon you guys so be on the lookout for that um, I want to put up pictures of women who have inspired me and I have four women that I'm going to put behind me and Alexandra Cooper is one of them and the rest of them you'll see later but anyway um, Call Her Daddy, the podcast, started out with two two hosts, Alexandra Cooper and Sophia Franklin, um, and they had a huge split. Like, they, they the podcast, like, I don't want to say they broke up, but, like, they broke up. Like, the podcast is now just Alexandra Cooper, um, but at the time when I first started listening, at a time where I was very, like, again, defeated in my life with work, with social media, um, the Caller Daddy podcast was like my saving grace. Like it brought me so much joy in my life. It made me laugh. Like it was just a fun thing. It, it really m made that summer, which was actually like a really hard time for me, that 2019 summer, 2012, 2020, 2019 summer, I guess. I'm like hopping back and forth because I guess I started listening to Caller Daddy in 2019 and the split happened in 2020 during the pandemic. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay, so. That summer, 2019 summer, was a very crazy time for me. 
Um, and so the podcast was just very, very, it brightened my day, it brightened my mood, and it, it got me through that summer, honestly. So when the two girls had said that they were they were splitting the podcast, it wasn't going to be them anymore, the both of them, I was very, very sad because I felt like I had just found this, this gem and now it was like, I, I genuinely felt like my parents were getting divorced. I, I don't have divorced parents, so let me just dial it back a little bit. I, I, I do not have divorced parents, so I don't actually know what that is like. But to have um, two people have such chemistry and so much fun over the microphone and then them say, no more, it, it really felt, it was a shift for me. Like, I was literally crying. I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, this is so sad. Um, just to see, like, a friendship kind of end so publicly and then everything that happened after that but I loved this podcast so much that I said I'm going to do a podcast episode documenting the call her daddy split um so I did and it's my most listened to episode to date uh ever this was before I had any kind of tiktok following or anything at all I had literally no following at all at this time but I promoted my episode a lot and it was such a big topic at the time that it became my most listened to episode and if you know I've always loved I was going to say, if you know me, I've always loved pop culture. I love celebrity news. Um, You'll maybe see now where the story is going. I had never talked about pop culture or celebrity news because I felt like it was so over-talked about. Like, I felt like we have E! News, right? We have the Impressive Channel on YouTube. We have TMZ. We have all these people that talk about social media, or social media, everybody that talks about reality and, like, celebrity news, like, what can I bring to the table that hasn't been done already, you know, on YouTube or on Instagram or whatever. And so I had been using TikTok, though, and I said, OK, you know what? Um, even though there's so many podcasts, so many YouTube channels, so many news outlets for celebrity news and fun facts, like maybe I can do something different. Maybe I can start storytelling these events that happen from a different perspective, because I think there's a lot of drama channels out there. And I while the drama is juicy and we love to read it, I love to read it, I just have always had this sense of empathy for people and been like, I don't want to talk about something that somebody maybe is like going through and it's like a rough time for them and like will make them feel bad. Like I never wanted to slander and I don't like like leading headlines that kind of like make you like not leading because you you know what it is marketing like to have like that juicy headline. But at the end of the day, like just like like speculating and speaking on um people's like personal lives like I just didn't want to be like a drama channel that's like what I wanted to avoid basically I didn't want to be labeled a tea channel or a drama channel I wanted to be more informative and really have discussion but like from a place of empathy and understanding that this person is human right so while we see it and it doesn't feel real like for them it is very real and this is like their actual life so I did my episode of Call Her Daddy. It was from that perspective, informative. I gathered all the facts and then I shared my opinion on what had happened, but I wanted to be as informative as, as possible. I scrolled for days to get information on Instagram and I just really wanted to piece together the story. Um, and, you know, I think it, it, it worked out because it, the effort I put in and it was something I was very passionate about and it, it reflected in the, the the listens that I had because I had never had numbers like that before. So then I said, okay, that was really cool and it worked out for me. So maybe I should do this celebrity news and fun facts thing. Like, let me, let me like get the information and like tell a story. So I had done the Call Her Daddy podcast episode and then Ariana Grande's Positions album was coming out. 
I said, okay, I'm going to do a docu-podcast episode about the life of Ariana Grande and pose the question, is she the most iconic, like, pop star of our generation? Um, And so I sat for days, days on days on days, watching so many YouTube videos, reading so many articles, um, just gathering as much information as possible. And I said, okay, like, I've learned so much about Ariana Grande that I just know all these facts about her and I feel like nobody knows them. Like even like Ari stands, like the Arianators, like I'm an Arianator, but I had no idea about some of this stuff. Like how cool would it be to share these like fun facts about Ariana Grande that you didn't know? So if you're a keeper, well, you can still be a keeper, but if you're an OG, like you've been here. Guys, I started out doing celebrity news and fun facts on TikTok. And the first TikTok I ever posted, if you scroll all the way back, um, or if you go to my famous birthdays, shout out, feel free to boost your girl. Um, you can see the information there too. My first uh, TikTok was about Ariana Grande, and it was facts about Ariana Grande that you didn't know. But you guys, when you watch this video, you probably will look at that video and be like, who is that girl? Because that girl is very defeated. This girl's like kind of excited because she had a little bit of success. And she wants to keep the momentum going, but she's like, oh, here we go again. A new, another new social media platform. Here we go again. Is this going to work? I don't know, but here we go. I got the information. I got to try. I'm a very ambitious person by nature. So even when I sometimes don't know if something's going to work, I still try because I'm like, it could. But, and it did. Um, so that TikTok did super well, like in the first, actually, I posted it and it didn't do that well in the beginning. I was like, whatever. But then it immediately started getting likes like very quickly. And I said, oh my gosh, okay, okay. And then I started getting followers very quickly. And I said, oh, I found something. And then I was like, I want this to be interactive. So people started asking me like, oh, can you do Billie Eilish next? And I said, of course, of course I can. So I I would respond to, you know, how you respond to comments on TikTok. And I would pick somebody's comment and do the video of Billie Eilish and and it was a domino effect after that so people would give me ideas to do I would do the research and I would do the facts and from zero to a hundred k that's pretty much what I did I did four facts about Charlie D'Amelio Addison Rae um Bryce Hall you know you name it I did it like I have a video uh, probably about a lot of your favorite people out there your you stands out there like me I have so many videos um but that is like how Keep Up Radio started. It was because of the podcast, um, talking about celebrity news and fun facts, kind of, but from an informative standpoint on the podcast, learning so many facts about Ariana Grande that I said, let me share this. And then it, it, I got recommendations from who else people wanted to see, and it went from there. And then eventually... I said, okay, like the facts are cool, but like what else can I do? You know, like what else can I do? Something fun, something more interactive. And thus, if you're an OG, and I know some of you guys have certified Stan as your usernames, which is awesome, my keepers, shout out. I came up with the concept for certified Stan. I said, are you a real Ariana Grande fan? Do at this video, let's see what you got. And then I would ask questions and I said, I'm coming to let you know if you're a certified stan. So we got a lot of marketing going around. So I'm giving a little, little, little tidbits, little magic of how it all happens. I'm a very, I, I think like a marketer for sure. So everything I do, just know you guys is very, very calculated and thought out. Sometimes it's not, sometimes I'm just having a good time, but majority of, there's a method to the madness that is Keep Up Radio. So um, I did certified stand that popped off 
<clears throat> excuse me, I had so many duets. I think I have over, like, I, at this point, I have so many duets. Probably, like, I don't I don't know. I've never thought about it. At least 100,000? I should go check. Overall, maybe more. Probably, at this point, actually, I'm thinking, like, just certified stan videos. At this point, I, I, I don't know how many duets I have. But at the time, I was having crazy amounts of duets, like, hundreds and then thousands and then, like, tens of thousands. I said, oh, my God, like, this is working. This is awesome. And then I started doing certified stand like trivia questions for, you know, just like really anything pertaining to pop culture. I did a little bit of, I did some for Aiden Gallagher because I was watching Umbrella Academy. I did some Naruto. I did, I've done Fortnite as of recently because I still sprinkle them in from time to time. So we're going to eventually get to where we are now with Keep Up Radio. But this is kind of like the mid, middle of where Keep Up Radio is as of now. Right. So I started out with celebrity news and facts and then I expanded to trivia questions. And then I said, OK, I'm liking the trivia. This is really good. Can I integrate some music into it? Because I'm a big music fan. I love music so much. I've always loved music for like my entire life. I'm, I'm such a music like connoisseur. Like I, there's not a genre of music I don't like. I love country. I love pop. I love rap. I, I'll listen to screamo, you know, like alternative, like everything like hyper pop is probably my favorite right now. Um but I'm just like I love music so much and I can usually find at least one song within a genre that I love um so I was like I love music so much what can I do on TikTok to kind of stay within this like pop culture celebrity world right that niche but still like expand a little bit more because I like to reinvent I like to expand and come up with new ideas and so I came up with the do you really know the lyrics do at this video and let's see what you got and that idea really took me to the next level I feel like on TikTok um because do you really know the lyrics is kind of like a a double I don't want to say double-edged sword but do you really know the lyrics kind of has like two purposes almost or it, it came to be that there are two purposes for do you really know the lyrics I'm really giving you guys the method to, behind my madness right now this is like only information I have like in my head or I share with like my closest friends but you guys are my keepers if you're listening most likely so I guess it's okay um (laughs) um do you really know the lyrics works one way by you singing along with me and saying oh my gosh I love this song too I'm gonna do it and I have so many duets of that and I love watching them and I love commenting and seeing you guys sing with me it's so cute it's so fun I love it but do you really know the lyrics also has um another purpose or I guess way to be used and that is to meme your girl make your girl a joke make fun of your girl for sitting there having a good time singing on the microphone dance around in my squeaky chair I don't know if you can hear right now but I'm in the same chair this microphone's a little better quality so you probably won't hear the squeaks but yes so that those are like the two ways that do you really know the lyrics get used And so at first, I'm going to be honest, I was kind of shocked. I never actually conceptualized that that's like what people would do. Like, I guess I knew that that was like uh, that was a possibility. Right. Because when you're putting yourself out there, like you're you're putting yourself out there to get like positive and like people play along and then kind of like I don't want to say negative because TikTok can be a place to be funny and joke. And I have a very good sense of humor. So I get it. Like I literally laugh sometimes. I'm like, oh, this is funny. Um. But then also, too, like, I think sometimes people probably are trying to be genuinely mean and make fun of me, you know. But at the end of the day, as a creator, I just know, like, what I'm signing myself up for. So I'm like, you know, I'm 
I just got to be prepared. And I think I am very well prepared. I, I have conversations with people and they're like, how do you deal with the, the hate? And I'm like, you just have to have one, like, really thick skin. But two, like, I just want it so bad. I love social media so much. I love what I do on TikTok so much that, like, haters don't hurt my feelings. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Thank you for the views. Thank you for the engagement. You know what I guys, what I say, you guys. So um, people started making videos, like, memeing me, right? And eventually we got to a point where big creators millions of followers with these people would do at my video to like meme me or make fun of me and i said oh okay 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 so okay we got johnny over here with 500 followers because at this point i'm definitely at like maybe like 150 100k 150 i think era maybe 200 i don't know but i'm definitely in 100k plus during this time period and i said okay Johnny over here with 500 followers said that I look like a clown or whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, but it's just Nissa is doing my video coming for me in my way. Okay, 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 okay. And I said, I have two choices here. I could sit and do nothing, right? That's one. I could do at the video and be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Like, what is this? Right? Or three. I went with option three. I said, I could really do something here because I love music, really rap music too. Rap is one of my favorite genres. I've always felt like I could put rhymes together very well, but I never had an outlet to do it. I said, oh, okay. I could do option three, which is write a diss track back because who doesn't love a good diss track? We've had so many awesome ones throughout like at least throughout my life like I always think about the Lil' Kim Nicki Minaj rap battle right Pink Friday Black Friday um or Nicki Minaj and um Remy Ma right great great bat rap battles in history we got um who's another one Drake and Meek Mill right back to back hello like and you get so excited you're like oh my god oh my god who's gonna say what's gonna say when's gonna drop blah blah blah. there's a lot of excitement that comes with like rap battling and dissing and i said oh okay 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 and i had seen rap battles on tiktok before shout out to Alyssa mckay um literally the queen she's amazing i'm such a fan even before i started keep up radio i was a fan of Alyssa mckay i was watching her like last summer and i was like this girl's so cool like look at her just so cool love her so so much um such a huge fan so i was like okay the rap battle thing has been done so i know there's like a place for it on tiktok and i said all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and i wrote my response to it's just nissa and then she wrote her response and then i wrote another response and i think i wrote another response because that's just how i am and of course she was like okay no 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 we're not gonna keep doing this i i did what she wanted and she got what she wanted blah 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 it was fun i had so much fun doing it i always see and let me just say this too with my rap battles i always always see them as it's just for fun i have literally no ill will towards anybody no hate in my heart for anybody um i just it's i just saw it as like a fun entertaining thing to do so i can't speak for other people i don't know if people on tiktok that i've had rap battles with actually have ill will towards me but i know for me it that was never the case the reason i i did a, a diss or i responded and let me <clears throat> hold on hello my name is whitney i'm here speaking with you aka keep up radio i have a, a message for you um every rap battle that i did was a response let me say that one more time 
Every rap battle that I have ever done was a response. Okay? Now, whether you want to say that response is warranted, blah, 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 this here nor there. Um, and also, we know I don't care about the narratives. I guess I, I should say, I don't, not that I don't care. Um, if it was ever a serious issue where there was like a narrative about me that was like a serious, serious issue, I'd be like, okay, like obviously I would care and I would want to speak up about it. But I really do feel like there's a narrative that like, oh, keep up radio, she always starts shit. She's the one that starts it. No. You came to my page and left a comment. You came to my page. You do at my video. Don't do at my video. Don't comment on my page if you don't want a response. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay, so I found a way to respond. And I think at this point, people started to learn very quickly. Oh, if I come for Keep Up Radio, I might get a diss, right? But I was very selective on who I decided to partake these disses with. And I have a YouTube video coming out very, very soon um, about me ranking my disses and who I dissed and saying like would I battle them again would I not battle them again or maybe I would battle them again so be on the lookout for that YouTube is keep up radio but yes so that is kind of like the story of keep up radio and how it came to be where it is now so I started out with celebrity news and fun facts and then I evolved into pop culture trivia and then I evolved into singing trivia and then in a in a fun light-hearted way to respond and clap back because I'm a, I'm a girl that claps back I won't I don't like to swing first I'm not like a mean person by nature but what you ain't about to do is come for me and me not respond back if I have time and I see like oh this is like worthy of me giving acknowledgement to that's what I'm doing hello again keep up radio from the future editing um I just wanted to clarify because I know people sometimes take things out of context when I said swing back I did not mean physically I do not condone violence <clears throat> excuse me um don't like to fight at all let me I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I'm a fighter and I'm gonna throw down with you that's absolutely not the case like I am five foot eight I'm tall but I'm only 110 pounds so I'm not fighting anybody and I just want to be clear with that like when I said I swing back I meant verbally and not physically unless somebody's trying to get in the ring to make some money social gloves and any other influencers out there if you want to get in the ring and fight for some coin I'm about that (laughs) all right let's proceed and so that's what I did and I responded back with disses and rap battles and now I get crazy comments telling diss me diss me diss me and it's so funny because I'm not a mean person by nature by any means um I'm actually like I, I love positivity like I love like kindness like I go out of my way to be as kind and fun and make the the room that I'm in as lighthearted as in, and enjoyable as possible and it's funny because I get so many comments too on my lives like you seem so sweet I don't know why you get the hate and I'm like oh I can tell you why I get the hate because the videos I post definitely make me myself seem arrogant, make myself seem full of myself, um, make me seem like I start things, right? But one, it's all for fun, obviously. I'm, I'm just trying to have a good time existing on this, this platform app we call TikTok. And then two, you know, I just think, obviously, if people are just passing by or they already have a creator that they support and they like and then they see me dissing their favorite creator, like, I totally get it. You take a side, right? That's it's fine and it's it's fun I literally love TikTok so much like people are like how do you deal with it like this is like this is my stuff this is my shit like this is what I love to do like I love creativity in all forms and you know I think with the good comes the bad like there's definitely been experiences where I was like oh well that took a turn 
that I didn't want it to take, you know, Um, but I can't control those situations. And I just remember like, this is what I want to be doing so bad. I am having truly one of the best years of my life. Like I'm having so much fun creating. It's it's just fun. Like every day is fun. Like I'm like, okay, what can I sing today? What can I rap today? Like what can I, what am I streaming on Twitch today? You know, like it has been so much fun. It's been such an amazing time. And it's because of you guys, my keepers, my supporters. Again, I just have to say from the bottom of my heart, love you guys so much because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without you. Um, But yeah, it is, I just love what I do and I have so much fun doing it and I'm excited to keep doing it and I'm definitely not stopping anytime soon. All right, you guys. So before we conclude this episode, I actually posted on my Instagram and my Snapchat saying that I'm going to take questions, questions, questions. Um, So I'm going to be answering some of those questions right now. So let's get into it before I conclude the episode. All right. So we're going to look at these questions. So I'm super excited to do this. Um, I get a lot of questions and DMs all the time, um, but I feel like I, I can only answer them so much, right? Like in text form, like when I'm messaging you guys or DMing you guys back. So I'm excited to like sit here and kind of be able to talk through the questions. Um, Megan, Megan from Snapchat. Shout out to you, Megan. Um, Megan asks, when am I getting married? Love you, by the way. Megan, thank you so much. I love you so much. Um when am I getting married? That's a very good question. It's a question I get asked very, very often. Um, I think I'm getting married hopefully next spring, spring 2022. That is what I'm aiming towards right now. I'm very excited. It's very stressful. (laughs) Like when I get the question, I'm like, oh no, you know, like it's fine though. But because I'm still trying to find a venue and like we're trying to figure out like who we're gonna have and so there's just like a lot of planning and like I'm kind of putting it off because you know TikTok and streaming on Twitch like outside of my relationship like that is like my life like TikTok and streaming on Twitch and creating content and thinking about content like that is like all I do so it's like I have to not create to put time towards planning my wedding And it's very like, oh, you know, it's hard picking two things you love so much. But I am very, very excited about my wedding. um, And I have started planning and I am going to get it done. I always get it done. But yeah, thank you so much for your question, Megan. Okay, now I'm on the gram. What was, oh, who's this? Thramazing. Thramazing. Hello. What was my favorite TV show as a kid? Oh, my God. I freaking loved the Rugrats so much i still love the rugrats i'll still like pull it up and watch spongebob was a huge show for me i loved spongebob uh i used to be able to quote it like verbatim like every episode but like now i'll watch an episode i'm like oh my god i like actually don't know the words to it and it's weird it's like hearing somebody like speak a language and you think like oh i know what language they're speaking but you can't understand what they're saying that's how i feel when i watch a spongebob episode now because i'm like i know this show I, I know I know the words to many, many episodes, but right now I don't know the words to this one because I have, like, I stopped watching eventually on a regular basis, obviously, um, so that I didn't know the words and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. They're amazing. Thank you so much. Also, like, Disney-wise, like, I loved Hannah Montana. That was, like, one of my favorite shows growing up. I never, oh my gosh, fun fact, you guys, fun fact, actually really, really sad fact. Um, I have this thing where I will not... Like, if I don't like the endings of things, so, like, shows, like, I will kind of avoid watching the ending of a show just so that I don't have to deal with an ending. 
I did this with Pretty Little Liars. I didn't watch the season, fi- the series finale of Pretty Little Liars until like years later. Um, movies, I don't like. Sometimes I'm like, ah, like yeah, maybe we just stop watching now and then it's fine. Um, but where was I going with this? Hannah Montana. I still haven't watched the series finale of Hannah Montana. I started watching it a few weeks ago, but I've just been so busy. Like, I haven't been watching it. Um, But, yeah, I don't like the endings of things, so sometimes I do that. So that's my fun fact, actually really sad fact. Um, And it pisses off my fiancé so badly. He's like, come on, we got to finish. And now he, like, forces me to finish things. So funny. But, yeah, that's a show that I loved growing up as well. Thank you for your question. Georgie Prenter, do you like Trisha Paytas? Okay, so this is funny. If you had asked me this question a few months, maybe even weeks ago, I would have been like, I hate Trisha Paytas. But I've recently, especially as a content creator myself, just realized like you can have an opinion and that's fine, I guess. But for me to say I hate Trisha Paytas, like without actually knowing Trisha Paytas and only seeing what she posts online and knowing that that is not who she is entirely no I, I I'm still the you said do I like Trisha Paytas I I don't I'm not like a Trisha Paytas fan by any means I don't really watch her content I know who she is if she's in something I'll watch it I've tried to watch um what's that podcast she has with the, the like um frenemies I've tried to watch episodes of frenemies but I I don't really like sit there and watch them like I watch like the BFFs pod um with Dave Portnoy um Brianna LaPaglia and Josh Richards more and I like I watched the episode that she was on so that's like content I've seen her in recently um but I guess I could say like as the person she presents herself as online not the biggest fan um I'm a Dixie and Charlie stan um I'm a I'm a Duncan okay I love the D'Amelio family so when she tried to come for Dixie with the snail thing I was like "Mm, no more like, there wasn't anything before to begin with, but I just didn't like how she was kind of hopping on the bandwagon, and I feel like she often, her excuse is, oh, like, everybody else was saying it, so I said it too, and that's just, like, not my vibe, and I get it, like, you want the views, right, you want to be in the in the light where everybody's talking, and you want to say something controversial so that you get the views, so I get that, but kind of going back to earlier when I was talking about like the celebrity news and stuff like I didn't want to be like a tea channel I didn't want to speak on things that I didn't have the full information of you know um I just feel like some people in the social media space move in a way where they're like I'm gonna say whatever because I know it's gonna get the views and like I'll apologize for it later you know and I feel like she did right she's like I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that about the snail thing with Dixie like I was just saying it because everybody else was but I just don't think that's like a great excuse to like hop on a bandwagon to like tear somebody down because everybody else is doing it so as who she presents herself as online from what I have seen I'm not the biggest fan but I'm sure she's a maybe a great person I don't know I don't know her personally so for me to say like I hate her no I don't hate her because I don't know her that's like my approach but at who she presents herself as content wise I guess and how she says like oh like I said this because other people were saying it too and I shouldn't have said it like 
we should always like be accepting of people apologizing for things i just feel like it's like a repeat thing for her and like this is like her thing her space on social media so i'm just not the biggest fan i'll put that way but obviously never sending hate to her i'm not i would never go to a trisha page and be like you suck like how people come to my page and like say horrible horrible things like that is i'm i've never been that person i don't understand that person and we don't know her i i would never do that to her like ever because it's like why would you tear somebody down that you don't know and you only are getting a portion of their life so you can't really have a definitive opinion of who they are but I guess you can have like an opinion of who they are based on like how they present themselves but I would never I stopped saying I hate xyz celebrity because I'm like I don't know them and I get that a lot more now because I myself I'm a content creator and people say it to me and I'm like you don't know me so you can't really actually hate me you can like hate what I do I guess that's fine um but I I I guess I'll wrap that up. That's like kind of where I am at right now with Trisha Paytas. Doesn't mean it can't change, I guess. I just, I don't watch her content that much. Maybe, maybe one day she'll come into my, she'll collab with more people that I watch and then like I'll get a feel for her and like her a little bit more. But as of now, not the biggest fan, but again, she's human. Um, okay, awesome. So I'll do a couple more. I got some, some hate mail, some hate questions, um, and these literally make me laugh like it's just so funny so we got to do some of them that's just my personality like I feel like sometimes I'll address like the hate that I get and people are like oh she's talking about it like obviously she's upset and I'm like no like I'm literally not and it's like I'm damned if I do and I damned if I don't right if I say nothing they're like oh my god her feelings are hurt or if I say something they're like oh my god her feelings are hurt so I'm like no I'm just gonna move how I want to move and I just like confronting things like I don't know like full force like and again like I've just gotten so used to it it just doesn't bother me I just think it's funny so um maybe I shouldn't be I don't know I'm not going to reveal their usernames because I don't want to ever put somebody in jeopardy to receive hate um why this person asks why haven't you left social media yet we don't want you um because I don't care what people necessarily think in terms of me participating on social media because at the end of the day all I'm doing is singing and being silly and having a good time I'm not trying to put anybody down I'm not doing something in my opinion and I'm sure like literally not negatively impacting the world in in ways that like bring people down I think that's when we have to like confront things if you're like actively targeting a specific group of people or specific I don't know just like trying to be negative and bring people down because of who they are as a person that's like a negative impact on society me singing um I want that cloudy 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 cloud that dis 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 isn't negative negatively impacting society in a way where I am making society worse I guess, and I know people will be like, no, yeah, you are. Because that, that's how TikTok is. They'll be like, no, yeah, you are. You are making society worse. And it's like, no, relax. Nobody's dead. I'm not specifically trying to tear somebody down specifically. I'm existing and I'm having a good time. So that's why I haven't left social media yet. And I will never leave social media. Thank you for your question. Okay, Stan Miss Merlin. Merlin? Stan Miss Merlin said, say clout. Clout! Thank you. That's not really a question, but that's okay. I appreciated it. Thank you. One of my favorite things to say. Grey's Anatomy, the best show. Oh my gosh, you guys. First of all, if you like Grey's Anatomy, make sure you're following Grey's Anatomy underscore the underscore best underscore show. Great page. Great content. Um, you, the Grey's Anatomy asks, how are you so nice? First of all, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Um, I think just 
throughout my childhood, I definitely and I I literally get nervous to be vulnerable a bit because I know like some haters will use it as ammunition. But I just want to be real for my keepers because it's the story. It's part of me and how I got to where I am now. So I am going to be vulnerable despite the fact that I'm annoyed that it might give people ammunition, but I just don't care enough. Um, But growing up in like middle school, high school, I definitely experienced bullying. Like I did not have many friends by, I think I had like two best friends, maybe two or three best friends my entire life, like growing up. Okay. Now I'm like four, four or five. No, but my, I had like not, I was not popular. I didn't have like a huge friend group growing up. Like, I literally, I did cheerleading growing up, and I love cheerleading and gymnastics so much, but I had, like, no friends on the team. Like, I would do cheerleading just to do it because I loved it, but, like, I would, like, get on the bus and, like, sit by myself, or, um, you know, if there were parties or whatever, like, I wasn't invited, or, like, I remember specifically one time I had a purse that my aunt got me, and it was actually, like, a Betsy Johnson. It was so cute at the time, and I was, like, um, or this girl was, like, oh, like, whose bag is this? Whose bag is this? It's so cute. And then I was like, oh, it's mine. And she was like, oh, okay, well, it's nice. And then I was like, okay, so now you know it's my bag. So now you don't want to say anything like bitch, like crazy, you know, but we were kids. So I get it. It's okay. Um, People act. They got to, you know, follow along to feel like they aren't going to be targeted to for being nice to somebody that is deemed, I think, um, not cool. So, you know, sometimes that's just like it would be interesting to kind of analyze. I feel like my elementary middle school and high school experience one day maybe I'll do it but anyway and also that's not excuse um if you ever think it's okay to like bully somebody or be mean to somebody just because everybody else is doing it um highly recommend you don't I feel like make your own decision about somebody don't hop on a bandwagon we don't like people that hop on a bandwagon um you got to think for yourself but anyway so uh I just didn't have like a lot of friends growing up um and I think that taught me how I I just never wanted to make somebody else feel how I was made to feel in those situations. So, and it's it's genuine. Like I love being nice. I love being joy. Like I I am such like I love fun. Like I love like talking and like having a good time and just like I love a party. Like so that is just my personality. Um, and I think it comes from like those interactions as a child as well as just like kind of like how I was raised. Um. I was raised in a pretty like kind of stricter of a household um, where it was like, okay, like this is the right thing and this is the wrong thing and there's no in between. Um, And I didn't like that approach to life necessarily. I really feel like there is no right. There is right and wrong. But just because you think one way doesn't make somebody else's way of thinking invalid. Right. And I don't like to tear other people's ways of thinking down. Like I think it's okay to be critical of other people's thinking, but I just felt like um, I was taught there's this is the right way and that's it. And I just don't think that's necessarily the case. And it, it's it's subjective. So it depends on what we're talking about. So that's not a blanket statement for everything. But kind of just like how I grew up really shaped um, my life a lot. And it just taught me like I never want to make somebody feel uncomfortable for what they believe in, depending on what it is, because I don't have any tolerate tolerance for hating people based on like race or like um who they love that's like a that's different conversation but in terms of like little things like I don't know like what you like to watch on tv or like you know your religious belief like I don't believe in tearing people down because of what they believe like religion wise like or what they choose to do for fun like those things like I feel like they're just not 
I don't want to ever tear somebody down for certain things. I can't list them all off because it would take forever. But again, in life, I'm just very like, we have to, I'm sorry if you hear my stomach, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. <laughs> I just feel like we have to look at things like specific scenarios. Like we can't just always blanket statement be like, this is how we feel about life, like stereotype, right? And be like, and apply it to a bunch of different things because it's like, that's not always going to work for every single thing. We have to look at it for what it is, like each specific interaction and then make a decision versus like being like, okay, this is what we think and applying it to every situation. So long answer to the short question of why you're so nice. Um, thank you so much for the compliment. I really appreciate it. But also to yes, I think I definitely just know how I was made to feel growing up and I just don't ever want anybody to feel that way about themselves and if I can make your day brighter just by being a little like just by being kind like literally being nice like oh my god it's so easy to me it's literally easy so um I just think I love positivity and kindness and we can use a little bit more in the world but I think there are very kind and awesome people in the world which I'm so grateful for and I love being a part of that part of life the positive like nice like let's have a good time like let's exist together and be happy that's my vibe okay so I have two more questions I'll do I'll do one hate one and then one um one from somebody that's super awesome um the hate one was where to go when are you gonna stop rapping because you should you can't rap I just think this is so funny um one I'm never gonna stop rapping thank you for your question Two, I just think it's so funny how critical people are of the rapping. I'm like, okay, but it, have you hopped on the mic and did it yourself, friend? Like, can you drop a bar, yes or no? You know what I mean? It's just so funny to me. Um, but yeah, the answer is never, never. I'm not going to ever stop rapping. Thank you for your question. And last, but certainly not least, is a question from Ande. Shout out to Ande. Um, Ande is a mod on my Twitch streams. And we've gotten the dub before playing Fortnite. Um... So I'm really excited to answer your question. Um, your question was, what was your lowest mental point made by the haters since you're doing TikTok? That's a really good question. Um, I always get questions about like, how do you deal with the hate? And while 99.9% .9 of the time I just like ignore it, I'm like, I just like let it roll off my back. Like it doesn't hurt my feelings. Um, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have points where I was like, oh, like, fuck that was kind of mean or whatever but normally it doesn't have to do with me I think it's like if somebody is coming for one of my friends in my TikTok or if my fiance is in my TikTok like when people say stuff about the people I care about that's when I get fucking mad because I'm like you don't you don't know their personal story whatever comment you're making about them you just don't know how that's gonna affect them and that's the same thing for me too and like I, luckily I don't give a fuck so I don't care about the comments but like because you don't know how that's going to affect me right but I think of it differently because it's like I'm a creator like I put myself out there you have to have thick skin to be a creator like you, this is not for the weak-minded you know like because you have especially on TikTok TikTok has become I think one of the most toxic comment sections of any social media platform so um, when I, I, that's how I, one of the ways I justify it for myself too, is that I want this so bad. I love what I'm doing. So your nasty comment really isn't going to make me feel bad because you ain't stopping me from doing what I want to do, what I love. Um, so that's how I justify it for myself. But when people are making comments about other people in my videos, like I just think that's so mean and so nasty. And again, like even for myself, it's like a mean, nasty thing to do, but I just don't care. But you just never know what somebody's going through. So like, why would you ever make a horrible, horrible comment about somebody 
based on like who they are, what they look like, what 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 they're wearing, like just terrible, just disgusting, disgusting thing for people to do. So those are that's been like my weakest mental point on TikTok because I was like, am I gonna be able to keep doing what I'm doing if the end result might be somebody coming for somebody I love because I put myself out there so I if I get hate that's fine like I understand like this is what I want to do I want it so bad it doesn't hurt me but this was a part of social media that I didn't really think about of like oh like me simply having this person on my Instagram page might get them hate and that fucking sucks and that's like the weakest mental point I've had but it's really just like a conversation you know with the people and letting them know and just saying, hey, like, this might come to you. Like, if I post somebody on my story, I'm like, hey, like, you might get, like, nasty comments. Just delete them. Please don't respond to them, you know? So that's been, like, the weakest mental point I've had. But it's been a process. I'm working through it. I still work through it. Um, I think I'm just such a social person. Like, I love posting with my friends and my family. Um, but it just has to be, like, there has to be a, a boundary that I set, you know? And luckily, I have a very supportive friend group and very supportive fiance who like get that I'm doing what I love and I think they're more so excited to be participating with me too and like they don't care about the hate also but it hurts me because I feel like by just wanting to have fun with my friend or my fiance on TikTok I'm putting them at risk of getting hate that they didn't sign up for and that's like been the hardest part overall of TikTok for sure like when they're calling me, I get so many comments about my face, my hair, my nose, like my voice, like whatever, you know, and it's like I can let that roll off my back. But it's like when you come for somebody I love, like I really just oh, it sucks so bad. And I just wish people would think a little bit more about like imagine if I said something so nasty about the person that you care about the most. Like, how would you feel like TikTok has no empathy like not? And I don't I hate generalizing. So let me roll it back. Some of the people on TikTok have no empathy and some of the people on TikTok are hopping on the bandwagon because they want their likes for their comment and they're like, if I can say something mean and nasty and snarky, that's going to get me the most likes, so that's what I'm going to say. So I'll conclude my question section with this message and Ande, thank you again so much for this question. Um, You guys, if I can ever encourage you to be a free thinker, be a leader, do not be a follower, that is like the the best thing I feel like I've ever learned in life. Um, I feel like my mom really taught me that she has like never been a follower. She's like really beat, what do they say? Like walks to the beat of her, her own drum. My mom is such like a, this is how I feel and I don't care what anybody else says. And my mom really taught me like to just think for yourself. Do not hop on the bandwagon. Like that's just so lame. Like don't hop on the bandwagon. Like just if you, if you really feel something and somebody else and majority of the people don't think that way like obviously again I like to say this depends on what it is but like in terms of like bullying and like you know if people are talking about stuff like if I hear somebody say like I can hear three people say I hate Kim Kardashian best believe I'm about to be like well I fucking love Kim Kardashian here's 10 reasons why I will never hop on the bandwagon with stuff like I just don't like to it's it's just not I don't know it's just like just be your own person I know some of the people on TikTok are like, oh, I see that people get views when they're nasty, so I want to do the same thing. 
I have empathy for those people because I'm like, if you're leaving nasty comments, I know you're going through something in life. So I send them love and light. You guys know I say thank you for the views. Thank you for the engagement. I, I wish people well. I really do because it's just not a great thing to do to leave hate for somebody. Like it's like a mean thing to do. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Haters going to hate, right? All right, you guys, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping before I sign off. If you like this episode, please screenshot the episode. I don't care where you're watching. If you're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot right now and either DM it to me or post it on your story so I can repost you. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening on Spotify, please hit that follow button. It helps me a lot and I'll love you forever. Um, If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you like this episode, please leave a review. Um, It'll help me. um, And I love you forever. Just in case you're not following me on all the social media things, my Twitch, my YouTube, and my TikTok is Keep Up Radio. My Snapchat and my Instagram are Keep Up With Me. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, that should be the name that shows, like my name on it. It doesn't say Whitney or Keep Up Radio. Like that's the podcast name, Keep Up Radio. But my name underneath the title is Keep Up With Me. That's K-E-E-P. U-P-W-H-I-T-M-E. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so, so much. To my keepers, thank you. I love you. To the haters, thank you for the views. Thank you for the engagement. And thank you for the listens, you guys. I'll be back very, very soon. I'll see you in the next one. Bye!